We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to pause for just a second and say thank you to this week's sponsor, Air Doctor. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know how committed I am to building a life that feels as good as it looks. And one way I do that is through breath work. And so I pay attention to the air that I breathe because I realize that in order to really have a life that feels as good as it looks, I can't just look at and pay attention to what's on the outside. I have to also understand the importance of taking care of what I can't see, which is the air that I breathe. Now, the crazy thing is, and why this is so important to me, is I real I, I heard this statistic recently that really blew my mind, which is the average American is spending 90% of our time indoors. And that's really sad and true. <laughs> I live and work from home. I'm an online entrepreneur, so I'm spending a ton of my, my time indoors, but especially during the summer months here in Las Vegas where it gets ultra hot. And the scary thing is indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And when you think about the effects of that, it has on our bodies, has on our sleep, the allergies that I have been experiencing for the last year have all started to like improve since I started using the Air Doctor 3000. Now, the Air Doctor's Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99 of tested bacteria and viruses. And this gives me some ease, honestly to know that the air that I'm breathing in all day, every day is clean because there are really good benefits to having clean air. It relieves symptoms of asthma. It eliminates harmful chemicals in the air. It neutralizes unpleasant odors if you've got children or pets around and it reduces the chance of airborne diseases. So as someone who's passionate about living a mindful life, I really believe in taking care of our well-being, and that goes beyond just what meets the eye and is an inside-out approach. So the exciting news is that Air Doctor is offering a special deal just for our listeners. So if you head over to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code COACHABLE to unlock their exclusive offer, you can receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off your Air Doctor air filter. Remember, creating a life that feels as good as it looks means paying attention to the details. So go over to airdoctor.com, airdoctorpro.com to use promo code COACHABLE to claim your special offer. Together, let's create a life that's not only beautiful, but also healthy from the inside out.
Man, hey, we're back. It's the hiatus. I am in Las Vegas. Man, Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm only about 40 minutes from the crib. Hop on a flight, and I'm here with the amazing Miss Tori Gordon. Mm. Welcome to the hiatus. Thank you for doing this. I know you're a woman that's a busy woman. <laughs> we just came upstairs from recording her amazing podcast, The Coachable Podcast. Um, gosh, I am just blown away by your trajectory in this space. Mm. And I'm learning a lot. Like, you know, me and B, we we just like the renegades. Like, we just <laughs> we just running and gunning, man. We, we packed up the stuff. Tori invited us out to Las Vegas to be on her podcast. I hear B, I'm like, hey, man, we need to figure out what weekends work. And literally last weekend, we were in Birmingham filming all of – most of our stuff, I was like, bro, can you go next weekend? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I've, I haven't spent a lot of time here in Las Vegas, but um, yeah, here we are, man. Here you know, are. what happens in Vegas, what do they say? Stays in Vegas. Stays in Vegas. But we're going to put it on the internet instead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're going to post it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Tori, like this whole podcast space, um, I guess I would just start, you know, like jumping right in, just, just give me, you know, right now, like what you're enjoying most about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, it's cool to catch up. It's cool to be in your, in your environment, your element. Yeah. And I'm busy, but never, never too busy for, for good people. Good conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, what am I loving about the podcast space? I love that um, it's kind of like no rules. You get to set, you get to create your own rules. It's I like, love that. What do I want to say? How do I want to say it? Because mm -hmm. there's an audience for that. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think it gives you some freedom outside of the like constraints of having to produce content in a certain way, mm -hmm. especially when you're doing video and audio. Yeah. And um, that's really fun to have that kind of creative freedom and to to do something that's uniquely you. Yes. Um, because that's the thing people remember. It's like your stamp of what's how does Caleb run his his stuff, yeah. you know, and um, and I just love the fact that even, you know, even though social media has its downsides and but like podcasting is this ab ability in this way of like connecting with people all over the world yeah and um that there are audiences and people that need the message that you have to share in the way that you uniquely share it Come and on. um and so that's what i'm about it's yeah. like how do you find what that is and then exploit it in the service of others and give yes. it away yes i love the word that you just said service mm -hmm. you know i feel like uh kind of that's been all that's been in the back of my mind ever since like I, I really felt like uh like God was asking me to kind of curate this space is like we're we are I feel a hundred percent that I'm serving mm -hmm. and it's like what we what we were talking about earlier it's like I really feel like right now during this hiatus like I could be doing whatever like, we could be down at Encore Beach Club. We could be, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever. Like, we got the lovers and friends later. But it's 
us taking the time to sit down and and it's not out of pride of saying I have so much to offer this space and I'm this and I'm that. It's like, no, let's explore, you know, uh, a conversation about our lives and see what comes to the surface that mm -hmm. people can take from us and apply to their own life. Yeah. And you are somebody that has, gosh, the the fact that you're even just sitting here in the position that you are with the things that you have um, been able to go through and conquer emotionally and mentally is just incredible. Mm. It is, it's profound. And, you know, I obviously know you on a personal, personal level. We've known each other since college. Yeah. Um, you know, and being able to see like the woman you were then, which was an amazing person, so full of courage. And I feel like you've always been somebody with big dreams. Like even though you grew up in small towns, like yeah. we grew up in small towns, it doesn't surprise me that we're sitting here in Las Vegas. We just left a massive, amazing studio at the win yeah. with your face in there <laughs> in the name of your podcast, like yeah. incredible. But Really what I would love to kind of get into in this space since I have you here is like, man, how do people, how would you encourage somebody that is trying to navigate a space and time in their life where like stuff is not going well? Mm. It's like, you know, given what you have walked through with your amazing mother who was so strong and so beautiful. Yeah. Your sister is amazing. And even you have an amazing dad. Yeah. You know, like just kind of dive into that. And what what does it what that feels like being in those times of kind of quote unquote tragedy. Yeah. And trying to walk through that stuff, man, because it's not easy. Like people sit right now, they see this beautiful woman <laughs> that looks so put together. You got this amazing show, yeah. but it's a journey. Definitely. It is. I mean, I think I'm not unique in the, in the fact that I've been through hard things. Yeah. You know, everybody that listens to the show and watches the show can relate to the fact that they've been in a position at some point in life where something happened to them that they weren't expecting and they yeah. didn't know how to, they w didn't feel prepared in how to handle that. <sighs> And that was that was my life for about 10 years. It just felt like there was a consistent new. Uh, Hold on. She didn't say 10 minutes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> folks don't want to folks don't want to ex experience 10 minutes of pain, let alone a decade. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. And it um, it was just blow after blow, hit after hit of mm. uh, really intense, heavy shit, honestly. Yeah. And. So what I would first say is that trauma doesn't discriminate. <laughs> you know what we call that in the hiatus? <laughs> we call that a, that's an aquaphor moment right there. But we just, you just, Take a little sip I need quick. a little, hold on. Let me get anybody to chat me with that one. Mm. Golly. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It trauma does not discriminate. Are born, what you look like, how much money you make. Life will life. It will be what it is, and its nature is uncertainty like water is wet. That is life. <laughs> Golly. 
feet cooking already. <laughs> God. Whoa, I love that. I, I love what you said because, like, yeah, that, that uncertainty is like water is wet, boy. It is. That the, that thing going to jump on your back. And it, it's like, it's, it, and it's funny because, like, uncertainty is it, it, it's, it's present. It's, it's not present sometimes. It's around the corner. Mm-hmm. It can blindside you. Like, it, it, there's so much... There's so much with that. Like, I don't want to cut you off, but like, yeah, keep keep yeah, yeah. keep going. Well, to I that. would just say that like, so whether you're in the middle of going through uncertainty or you're in the middle of dealing with something you didn't see coming, for me that looked like a diagnosis. That looked like cancer. Oh. That looked like the tornado tornado that came through Tuscaloosa when we were in college. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, I grew up in. T- Tuscaloosa. Our home was destroyed. Wow. Two weeks later, we had to take my sister off life support. Wow. You know, um, losing my mom to cancer 10 days after my 27th birthday. (sighs) These are things that no matter how much, you know, runway you have in terms of preparation or you know something's coming, it still hits you like a ton of bricks and you're like, okay, now... What do I do? So the first thing I said, whether you're in the middle of it or you've been through it, what's certain is that we're going to go through hard things in life. Yeah. And you don't heal or recover or become resilient or strong as a result of avoiding hard things. Mm, That's right. That's right. Because it's inevitable, right? inevitable yeah like you said like i i love this book uh by m M. scott peck Mm. he's this psychologist and he basically on the on the first page of the book he opens up he said the first thing you need to realize like before we even take this journey throughout this book is you have to come to the realization right now be honest and realize that life is problems yes and the culmination of your mental health and the overall peace of your life comes down to how you tackle those problems. 100%. How how do you tackle the hardship of losing the woman that birthed you, mm-hmm. nurtured you, all of those things 10 days after celebration? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, not well. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning, it's um I think there's a time and space that you hopefully can give yourself to start to pick up the pieces because it's like a storm, right? And it leaves all this emotional debris around. Yeah. And most of us aren't taught how to clean up emotional debris. After the tornado came through Tuscaloosa, we went out and we picked shit up. We did. We started to rebuild. We started to clear out. Yeah. Find out what was left over, assess the damage. And so what you do is you start by assessing the damage. Yeah. Internally. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How am I? What's working? What's not working? What's online? Mm. What has been ripped up and torn apart? Isn't it unique how pain opens you up like that? Yeah. Like it lays everything out on Bare. the table. It's like here it is. Yeah. Look at yourself. Yep. Yeah. Or you end up facing it and looking at it or you run from it. And for me, you know, I think what I realized, I said this to you last night is no matter where you go, there you are. Mm. I tried to outrun it 
you know, I tried to avoid it, not deal with it and sweep it under the rug and pretend that I and talk myself into being I'm okay when I'm not. And all what were some of the things you tried to how'd you try to cope with it? I relate bouncing from relationship to relationship, climbing the ladder in my job, moving to new cities, um, all of those things. Right. And so I remember being in San Diego and um thinking that all my problems would go would go away if yeah. I could just like Yeah, get a I new forgot you spent some time out there. Get, you know, get a new environment, get around new people, leave all the past behind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Get out of where I came from, put distance between me and and that thing. Yeah. But I took it with me. Wow. And it would show up and um I remember you were there. There I was. <laughs> there I was. And it was like, hey, I'm still here hanging out. Yeah. Look at me. Hey, Pay this, attention to me. This hurt girl that lost her mother. We're right here. We're Yep. And, yeah. I, and you haven't. Let's deal with this. Done. Yeah. You haven't paid attention to me. Wow. So there is like this inner calling of like, hey, attend to this. Mm. There's uh, there's something that needs your attention. Yeah, that you've been putting in every other place that you can find. Oof. And when I looked inward, it was it was tough. But I started. I recognized really quickly this was the work that I needed to do that I'd been avoiding that I didn't even know I needed. Yes, and so that. L- that was the beginning of starting to pick up the pieces and find a way forward. Yeah. And, and, um, the life that I live now, you know, I'm, I'm quite a bit removed from those things just cause I've, time has helped a good bit, but yeah. I've also done a lot of work yes. <laughs> to get to this point. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that kind of like transitions great, great into the, my next thought was like, you know, I, I have a saying that people need people mm-hmm. and, you know, in times like that, like there are people who unfortunately have to navigate those spaces alone. Sure. So did you have who was kind of like integral in, in, in guiding you kind of through that? Were there some people that God brought into your life that kind of helped you navigate that space? It's interesting because at the beginning, I didn't feel like I necessarily because I had been projecting this persona of being strong and having it together and being okay when I wasn't yeah. so a lot of the friends and which people, we all do yeah people in my life thought I was good when I wasn't mm. and I was really scared to be honest Jeez. because so much was going for me I had a lot of external things despite the losses I yeah you were killing like things it. were going well yeah I had a great career I'd bought a house I yeah. had a great quote-unquote relationship all the things and I I was I felt guilty about not being happy Wow. And I was like, I would talk to myself, like, why can't you just be grateful? Sheesh. Why can't you just be happy? Like, are you ever, like, is anything ever going to satisfy you? Wow. And I would try to, like, talk myself into being okay and be like, it's fine. You're happy. Like, you're happy. Trying to talk yourself around those (laughs) issues. Yeah. So I didn't at the beginning have a ton of people that I felt like I could confide in, even Mm -hmm. though looking back now, I could have. I just, for whatever reason, didn't feel like it was safe. And so 
the funny thing is I went to things like this. I, I started listening to podcasts. Oh, wow. It was conversations like this that I heard on the, uh, on other people's shows that started to give me the courage to start to be honest. Yes. And so I was like a sponge. I was like, I know something is off mm. in, inside of me. I got a great life, but on the inside it feels like crap. Yeah. And I got to figure out why. And I've got to figure out what's worth living for. Oof what's worth giving my time and my energy to because i realize in losing so many family members is my time and my energy my greatest assets yeah i can never get them back that's right what am i giving to what am i giving them to and what is worth that yeah what is worth that currency because it's currency it is the greatest form yeah yeah our attention Mm -hmm. and so i (laughs) yeah so i started listening to shows like this I started hearing people um, be real, be raw, and it was so refreshing. And this is why I think conversations like this and this kind of show needs to exist because there, you said it, there are a lot of people that are suffering in silence. Absolutely. So many people that are so scared to say, I'm not good. Yeah. Because if I admit that I'm not good, if I say it out loud, that means I'm, I got to do something different. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I admit it. Yeah. If you confess in it, you got to deal with it. Then I'm responsible for doing something That's right. about it. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So as soon as I say it out loud, that makes it real. You're accountable to, to deal with that truth. And now people know that I'm either willing to continue to live in this le- level of suffering Come or on. I'm going to do something Come about on. it. Yeah. And there have been so many times in my life where... It, there was this recurring theme when I would feel a certain way and I was like, I never want to feel like this again. Sheesh. And God said, all right, then you got to do something different. Yeah. 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 If you and want so a different result. Right. So yeah. that looked started with a, a whole dis- self-discovery process of really starting to get to know myself and yes. what I need and how I'm doing and how to take care of myself. What, it, what brings me joy? What lights me up? what's meaningful you know and um then start putting in work every single day to build more of that that's right you know you know you were saying a a few things like you were kind of like telling yourself like why can't you be grateful why can't you this right what are some of the happy yeah right like what are some of uh like what is some of the self-talk and dialogue that you were having with yourself that you found to be most effective Mm. because i've i know that voice very well Mm -hmm. the you should be this voice well i'm not so (laughs) i can't just flip this switch what some of the some of the self-talk that you you know, discovered mm-hmm. like because you have to learn this. Give yourself grace. Totally. You know, I think one thing that I cling to, and I, I I really held on to at that period of time too, was this idea of looking at other people. Like I would find reference points of people who'd been through some hard things, right? Yeah. And I would hear about people that were as I listened to podcasts and started like doing my own like personal development, 
the people that I looked up to and admired, right? Yeah. They didn't get there and they had their lives hadn't been rosy and easy, you know? No, never. But I started to look at them and hear their stories. And one of the things that I really clung to was if they can, mm. if they can insert fill in the blank, yeah. if they can heal, yeah. if they can forgive, mm. if they can chase their dream, if yeah. they can take a different route. Yeah. Why can't I? Yeah. Yeah. That was the self-talk. If they can do it, that means I can do it. You can do it. Instead of comparison and being like, oh, I wish I could. Mm -hmm. It was like, if they can do it, why can't I? And yeah. it started to build this level of like, oh, it's possible. It's possible. You don't have to live like this forever. You start believing. And that, be and, and that believing is powerful. Totally. And you, you start taking those steps of real healing and you find the peace and comfort in despite of the tragedy. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of people allow things that happen to them. Right. Like they, they make it who they are. Yes. They make it, Oh, I'm the guy whose wife left him yep. or I'm the girl who's, mother and sister died you know in yep. the in these in these what you know the way they did and they start taking on that identity mm -hmm. when that's not who you are it's just something that happened to you the ego is funny like that because mm. the ego likes to be right about itself <laughs> you know what my dad calls ego ego evil going on <laughs> A lot like, of evil going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> the ego loves to be right about itself, even if it's the right that I'm the most abused, I was the most wrong, yes. I was the most, like, I was the most betrayed, the That's most so abandoned. Good. So that we can feel justified in our pain. Oh. And so I was like, I had to look at all the ways I was participating in my own suffering. Gosh. And perpetuating that story that yeah. I am a victim of victim of circumstance. Yeah. One of the biggest things you were talking about self-talk, I had to get rid of the idea of poor me. Why me? Wow. Self-pity is the enemy wow. of healing and progress. Wow. Feeling bad for yourself. You can live in that and wallow in that Forever. your entire life. Yeah. And yeah. you'll be justified. Yeah. Yes, it's hard. Nobody nobody's hard. yeah, nobody's gonna like you could very well like be a very bitter sad totally. whatever woman living in tuscaloosa alabama like you know when god had this pessimistic uh, of yeah. just being like why why even try yeah bad things are gonna happen yeah you know and it's like yeah i i here's the thing one of the hallmarks of trauma is choicelessness wow go into that I think we're all traumatized. We didn't choose what you, family we're born into. We yeah. didn't choose what color of skin we get. Yeah. How much money, where we go to school. Yeah. Like what ethnic background we have. Yeah. So for a lot of us, even just being born into the situations we're in is traumatizing. Yeah. We didn't get to choose and decide, you know. Right. I didn't decide or have a say in a lot of the things that have happened in my life that have been super traumatic and tragic. Yeah. But healing from trauma requires reclaiming your sovereignty to make choices for yourself. Come on. Yes. I didn't get to decide what happened to me, but I get to decide what I'm going to do about it. That's it. 
yeah, how can I weaponize this for me and not against me? That's where my power is yeah, in my right. ability to choose. That's right. Instead of giving my power away and saying, nope, I give up and I resign to life because of this thing that because occurred. Thing. Yeah. And so I think part of my work and my life and my story is about how do we reclaim our sovereignty, which is our humanness, which is our ability to decide and choose for ourselves. Instead of being told what we have to do or who we have to be or how we have to live or how, what's appropriate and how we have to heal. Yeah. It's like, no, what do I want and how does it work for me? Yes. And I think that's what people need to hear is that you know, you only, you know, like, no one knows you better than you do. Yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know. My mama might. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Gene Castillo. <laughs> but no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Like nobody, nobody knows you better than you. And it's like, you know, even as people sit here and they they hear this conversation, like they're still going to have to take this journey for for themselves, right? 100%. Like, you know. But all of these are great things in helping people navigate right because like you said earlier like we are all more alike than than uh we are different you know than we are different and that thing that you said about choice like being able to reclaim your sovereignty of choice and you choosing like that is something that is so profound because that is your power when you're able to reclaim, right? Because all the enemy wants to do through these situations is is put you in a cage. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be a victim victim to your circumstances, mm-hmm. right? When God, but God says, "No, you- I'm going to use this to bring out my glory." And guess what? It's dope about that. I'm gonna make you the main character yeah. in this. You the main character in this story. That well, I'm writing. And so often I get this picture of a prisoner behind bars, right? Yeah. And yet there's these bars they're holding on to and it's open on both sides. Mm. They can walk around to freedom. But sometimes we hold <laughs> they on, holding on to, their own to our, <laughs> our limitations, <laughs> yeah. our stories of why we can't, yeah. why it won't work, yeah. all the reasons why, like, we think it's not for us mm. and it's you will always get, you will always find evidence for the story that you choose to believe. Yes. So if you want to find reason why life's against you. you we become our greatest accuser. You're going to find it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to find a reason why your guy isn't faithful, you're going to find it. Uh-huh. You'll, go, you'll go find, you'll go get what you go looking for. Yep. So start, for me, it was like, I want to go start looking for all the reasons why life is for me. It's working for me. Come on. It's on my side. Come on. That I'm supported, that I am abundant, that I, I want to yeah. go looking for the evidence of that story. Yes. Yes. That yes. God hasn't forgotten about me. Yes. My story isn't over. Yes. My best days are still ahead of ahead me. Ahead of you. Yes. I wake up and I'm like, we were talking about this. Can't wait to be surprised today. Yeah. What's going to happen today? What's going to happen today, Lord? I'm so excited. I wake up expecting every single day. And that's a, that's, that's, you know, that, that, uh, that's a part of the whole faith journey, right? 
that you you wake up every day and you're just expecting greatness. Yeah. You know, because anything outside of that isn't God's character, right? It's not in line with with who he is. Mm. So everything that you're talking about with this journey of walking through these very traumatic things and like you just said, having to find the evidence that that supports what God says about you and his truth and all the power that's in that, that's when you really start living. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you really start walking in victory mm -hmm. over your circumstance mm -hmm. and not allowing your circumstance to have victory over you. Exactly. And that's what we're looking at as I sit here and look at you today. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's, I'm looking at an amazing woman who has, like you said, like, you know, when I asked you the question first, you were like, bruh, tough. Mm. Like it was hard. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't easy, but it's realizing like, okay, like I'm going to be present in this and what I'm feeling today and the emotions of what I'm feeling right now, not dismiss them and figure out, okay, just, Hey, like, that's why I love the Lord's prayer. Give me my daily bread. Mm -hmm. Give me what I need for right now. Yeah. And that's the God that he is. That's the yeah. father he is. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I just, I, I, that, that's one of my favorite characteristics about, about the Lord is because like with him in his presence, like he is there and, and you can call on him in any moment of need, big or small. Mm-hmm mountain or molehill, you mm -hmm. know, and he's going to supply it. And I also want to normalize that when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he was like, God, God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. When you're in your darkest moments, there are going to be moments where you think you've been forgotten. Yeah. Like what? I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Whoa. That wasn't it. Did I read the fine print? I'm sorry. <laughs> on my Facebook. God won't give you more than you can handle. Well, God. Yeah. This is more than this I can handle. More than you know I can handle. And it's like, <laughs> I love that. But it's, yeah. so it's okay if you've lost your hope. Oh, wow. Woo. If you have, you're a little bit like Jesus because Jesus lost hope in a moment. He's like, God, I'm questioning some things. Yes. So I want to normalize that for people because it might, you might go through something that causes you to question. Yes. God, if God loves you, it, like if you're going to, if you're going to be okay. His sovereignty. Yeah. 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 That's like. Are you who you say you are? Because yeah. how would you allow this? How would you allow this? I wrestled with that. Yeah. That, that, that right there is, I think that that is, I would say the most overlooked part of Jesus's journey because he literally is sitting there. And I think it was like Peter and John that were in the garden with him. And he's like, uh, yo, uh, father, um, if, if I know we talked about this and I, and I, I know what you said, yeah. but, um, listen, if there is any other way yes. that we can accomplish this mission, what is it? Yeah. And he was silent. Yeah. No plan B's. None. He was silent. And in that, in, in God's silence, what I have learned is to rely on the fact that he is God mm. and I am not. Mm -hmm. He created me. I did not. 
he's sovereign over every situation. So, and it's like me, it, I've said this on the podcast before. It's like me in the gym. It's like, hey, if I die, I die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, this, if I don't make it out of this, I don't make it out of this. But guess what? If I do live through this, oh, man. And I talk about it like when I'm looking at my circumstances mm -hmm. and I'm, we get so fixated on the thing that's causing us pain. Of course. We zoom in and we look just at that. Yeah. While if you're able to zoom out, mm -hmm. which is really hard in the midst of hardship. Yes. In the midst of challenge. Oh, in the, gosh. In the midst of adversity. Because all you're focused on is fix this problem. Fix that problem. Take this yeah. away. Make this better. Yeah. It's like when you're in that relationship that everyone, all your friends are like, why are you dealing with yeah. this person? And then you actually, you get out of it and then you're looking back, you're like, what in the world was I? But you can't see the picture from inside can't. the frame. No, you can't. That's the thing. When we're questioning God and wrestling with, with our faith, and, and which is completely okay. Yeah. Just remember, you've lost perspective. Mm -hmm. You can't see the full picture yet. Sheesh. It's still developing. You're you're in the corner of the of the of the photo, and you yeah. haven't seen everything else that's being like this part of it. Yes, and that this this thing that you're going through is gonna be a chapter, right? Yes. It's, it's a part of the story, but it's yeah. not the end of the story. Yeah, and so I I try to remember that as like when I get so fixated on trying to make something different or mm -hmm. change it, it's like actually it's all welcome. Yes, it's Actually, all welcome. it's all welcome. Yeah, because it's it's providing contrast in a photo. You need yes. the contrast yes. for it to show up. Yes, to see them colors. You can't see the light without the dark. You can't. You know what I mean? It, it has to both coexist. Come on. And so instead of being like, "I hate this. This is wrong. Go away." I'm like, "Can I be with this?" Wow. Yeah. You know what is so amazing about what you just said is when James has the conversation with Jesus because James was lamed. He had a deformity. Mm -hmm. Jesus chooses not to, not to heal James. Mm -hmm. As believers, can we live with that? You can had to face it? the fact of, I can't imagine how many prayers you prayed. I prayed and she wasn't healed. Can yeah. I be with that fact? Can you be with that? Yeah, Man, that that's get, yeah, real. That's real. So real. And here's the thing. Because what happened doesn't mean that it's ideal. It doesn't mean that I like it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm happy about it. But can I not make can I choose to have the perspective that maybe it's for a second, it's not wrong. Mm. The fact that my sister died at 23, I used to have the the, the perspective it's wrong. Yeah. Shouldn't be this way. Yeah. God shouldn't have allowed this. Yeah. Is that true? Wow. Or like, is, is it really wrong? Because as soon as I say it's wrong, that's like saying the sun should be over there. It's in the wrong part of the sky. And now I have switched roles with God and I'm trying to decide and I know what's best. <sighs> And so my my journey has been trying to get out of the role 
of being the puppeteer and like trying to control every bit of part of my life and think I know best and surrender to a greater power that I believe deeply loves me. Yes. That says, I'm holding you in the midst of all of this. And I know that despite the fact that you can't see what I'm doing, yeah. it's for your best interest. Yeah. And just cause I love you doesn't mean I don't love her. Yeah. Mm. doesn't mean I didn't love him doesn't yeah. mean da, 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 da. all of it's working together for yeah. the good of the highest good of all and yes. that's what I cling to yeah that's my self-talk yeah in the midst of shit I find yeah. the holy in the shit in the shit I love that you gotta find the holy in the shit yeah man gosh man I it, it's so interesting how and I just got to say, like, like, just th like, thank you for that vulnerability mm. of just being able to say, like, <laughs> nah, bro, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. For 10 years. Yeah. It sucked. You know, but this too shall pass. But this too shall pass. And, you know, there is and, and one of the things, too, that I love is that, like, God being God, like you can even look back at Adam and all like just go to Adam. It's like God partnered with Adam. Mm. Let him make let let's let us make man in our own image. Right. Yeah. Like that statement, us being image bearers of God, which blows my mind. I can't even unpack that mm -hmm. in my mind in the in everything that goes with that. But point of what i'm saying is that like you have this supreme being yahweh god all Yeshua, that is. all of that all of what he is mm -hmm. that has chosen to partner with his creation and so many things and saying like the present sufferings that you are facing right now these trials and tribulations number one you don't know what i'm doing mm -hmm. trust me number two i'm going to raise you up to where like you're going to be able to magnify my name it's going to bring me glory but in that same token like i will allow you to reach this place on earth mm -hmm. that is a is a level of greatness like a this 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 place that not a lot of people are allowing god to take them to Right. It's like I don't want to have lived and breathed here and not tapped into every bit of the potential in the original intent that God had writ wrote for Joshua Caleb Castile. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to go in the trenches, go wherever I need to go with him to do that. Yeah, because what happens is just like what we're doing right now. I tell people all the time. Your pain isn't for you. Mm. It's not just for you. You know how many things that I went, I've been through in my life where I was able to literally directly like walk through that very same thing with someone in very close proximity sure. of me. And so as you're walking through that and you come to those places of healing where you can talk about it, you could be very open and vulnerable about it. Um, you've, you've, you like, you got good fruit in that area. Mm -hmm. 
you got something to offer. And that's one of the beautiful things that that I that I love, you know, about, you know, that that the journey that God takes us on through those those situations. Well, uh, people want to be promoted. Mm. But they don't want to go through the the initiation to get there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love there's this there's a there's a part of in Batman um, um, where Bane is talking about um, Ra, Ra's al Ghul in the League of Shadows, right? This group of elite assassin, mm-hmm. assassins and what they have to go through, and he just and and he has this line where he's like he's he 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 whooping. Bruce Wayne ass about to break his back <laughs> and he's like you know I can't exact, exactly remember what Bruce says but um, it was something along the fact uh, something along the lines of like you know you know uh, well that that's kind of like you can't do that or that'll be impossible or and, and Bane's like not for the initiated mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. not for the, those of us that have truly walked this thing yeah. bro I was born in the dark bro you just like you just adapted this dog you mm-hmm. grew up in in wayne manor mm-hmm. but this is all i've ever known that's all i ever known from the from from you know i was born in that mm-hmm. so it's, well and in order to be promoted you got to be planted <sighs> and being planted happens in the dark b what we talk about with my journey in la God had to plant me there, T. He was like, how am I going to grow you somewhere you not planted, bro? There you go. <laughs> how you going to grow something that's not planted? You got to have roots. And to grow. And, know, and, and that takes time. And that takes time. That takes that nurturing. takes yeah, nurturing, it, yeah. experience. It takes darkness. It takes sunlight. I'll tell you right now, man, I do not got a green thumb. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have... I try my best, man, to nurture my plants yeah. at home and to do. But the thing is, is like I remember one time what opened my eyes is the guy was telling me he's like, "Yo, you putting too much light on these. Sometimes they need that darkness. Mm-hmm. They need to be in that space to grow the whatever the yes. mitochondria or whatever they call. I don't know the scientific terms of how plants grow, but he was like, "Man, like drop the shades when you go to work." Like don't leave the don't leave so much light in the room. And Christine Kane said said somebody something so powerful one time. She said, "When the light that is on you is greater than the light that's in you, Oof. it's a wrap." Yep. So I take that is why this time the hiatus is so important for me because me and my boy Retton who went to Alabama, played basketball, love Retton. We've always talked about, hey, bro, we got to go in the dark room. It's the same thing they do with photos. Got to take them in that dark room to get the picture that you want. Fully exposed. Fully exposed. And that's what it is with our potential. You know, everyone sees what you're doing now, sees what I'm doing now, and they see this, like, this end result, this end product, which we all, we know we're still a a work in progress. But it's like, you didn't see when I was in, Complete unknown, complete darkness. You ain't seen me. Around, oh man! Trying to find something to hold on to. Broke, busted, disgusted, crying yeah. in my mom, my parents' basement, not knowing what I wanted to do. And people broken don't hearted. know how close they can be to coming out of popping out of the surface. Yes. You could be this close. close. I literally was uh, paying down my credit card, and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna. Uh, next month, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Wow. 
but I'm going to trust and I'm going to have faith. And then things like, how much do you trust me? And it's like how close I was to the surface, you know what I mean? Of coming out and seeing the light and being like, oh, shit, I understand why I had to go through all of this. Yes. Because it's where you develop roots. And it's like the caterpillar into the butterfly. The butterfly doesn't know what color's wings it is. Yeah. It can't see it. The whole world can see it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what's on the inside of you that's going to come out and it's like until you're pressed and in the middle of becoming a butterfly you go into nothing it like literally dissolves the caterpillar dissolves into like goop (laughs) it's like nothing yeah and so it's like just have so much grace for yourself if you're in that season because it doesn't mean you're doing life wrong wow come on you know what i mean come on you might be doing it glennon doyle says if life's hard, it's not because it's you're doing it wrong. You're you're doing it wrong. It's because you're doing it right. Wow, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. That my uh, my my oldest brother Tim, he says it. Handle hard better. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. That and you can't wait till life's not hard to decide to be happy. Mm. I love that. I love I love that because we talk about that all the time. I remember I'm like, man, look. I'm the same dude and I have the same joy that I had in that 900 square foot dirty carpet mm-hmm. hole in the wall apartment in Studio City as I do having properties and having a penthouse mm-hmm. or have whatever, you know, the things that I like. Because people think when I get there, when oh, then, be, when yeah. I get there, then I'll be happy. Man, I had so many. Listen, what what is a... Uh, what what Drake say? Uh, just because I'm in the penthouse, don't think shit sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Double play, double play on words there. You know, like it ain't it, it. It's not like I remember days being in that place in L.A. And like you said, like you've said, like my life, what what's being reflected on the outside, like that ain't. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't feeling it, bro. And being like, also being like, dang, this is it. I love uh, one of my buddies was talking to me one day. and He was telling me about like, like the time that it takes for something new to feel like normal or Mm -hmm. old again. Mm -hmm. And they were like talking about like a new house. I think it takes like five years like a brand, like if you were to build a brand new house, uh-huh. your dream house, after five years, it feel you you lose the luster of that. Yeah. Like a new car, they said is like under a year. Relationships like six months. Relationship, yeah, like, yeah. And then it's over. <laughs> yeah, relationships yeah. like six months. She's like, Ugh, all right, yo, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, and 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 so it goes back to what what we're saying of like finding that true version of yourself that doesn't get really tossed and turned by the winds and the storms of life but you 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 set anchor in something man it's like yo i'm gonna get you know it feel like this right yeah. now but you know it's peace in the storm like man gee, i love that I, I one of my favorite stories man in the bible <laughs> is like <laughs> yo jesus is funny mm. like i love that guy had a sense of humor <laughs> bro they on a boat in the midst of that storm 
And he is knocked out asleep because guess what? He is living in the identity of who he is. Right. He is peace. I'm being I'm being who I am. My boy, my boy Nico. Go ahead. That just goes to show that you are not your circumstances. That's it. Because here's the thing. If you, if your lot in life, your peace, your happiness is is dependent on your circumstances, the moment that that is taken from you, you are lost. You lost. You're lost. So if your happiness is in that bank account, your happiness is in that that NCIS season five, uh, who am I without that? So it's true peace doesn't come from perfecting your circumstances. Mm. It comes from being okay and, and sourcing peace that's there with you despite your circumstances. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And that comes from something completely different. Oh, yeah. Than what we've been taught and trained to do because yeah. we're all trying to go around. How can I make everything exactly the conform to my will so that I can be peaceful and happy? Yeah. And then the moment that you get the call or that your canceled shows canceled or the girl breaks up with you, then you're like, there yeah. goes my peace. My peace walked out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, what's so funny is that is the best defense against like, like I always say, like when I catch myself being like, Man, I should have done this because if I had done that, then I'd be feeling like this right now. Like if I had done that, if I'd have made a choice to do that thing in my life, then I'd be feeling like this right now. And it's like, nah, bro, what you're trying to do is change some circumstance mm -hmm. around where, hey, in the moment you felt like you were making the right decision. But at the end of the day, whether you made that right the decision and it turned out to be right in the moment or wrong when you look back at it like that decision shouldn't determine my overall temperature of peace mm -hmm. right like my thermostat should be set and just how in in my house growing up we used to fight over the thermostat yeah i fight for my thermostat when it comes to my peace you know what i mean like when it comes to my peace and my joy there are certain things that are concrete that I can practice daily mm -hmm. that are going to set that equilibrium, mm -hmm. you know? And situations and circumstances do not apply to that formula. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that, that's going to that's gonna change with the day. Peter Crown says, true happiness is the absence of the search for happiness. Wow. He's like, if you get that, it'll change your life. It's like you think it's in the searching and it's out there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the achieving or the the accumulation of things. Yeah. He's like, no, it, it's, again, sourced from within that is accessible now in this moment despite what your circumstance looks like. Yeah. Because how many times have we, you can go to a third world country and see people full of joy. Oh my gosh! Dancing, having yeah. the time of their life. They, why are they happy? Why are they happy? Yeah, yep. I remember when I, I, the first time I went to Africa, that was me. I'm like, yo, we have been duped mm -hmm. in the West, bro, to believe that you need X, Y, and Z in order for you to be happy, in order for you to have peace or joy or whatever it is. And I'm like looking at. These babies 
who have s- 10 times the joy mm-hmm. that I had personally and, you know, rich, successful people around me. And it's like, what is that coming from? Right. right? Where is that flowing from? This baby is two years old, no shoes, no diaper on, T-shirt if they got one, mm-hmm. maybe. And it's like, like, how? And you look, and, and for me, it's like, it goes back to what we were talking about. It's like, what is the true source of what is sustaining you? Mm-hmm. What are you relying on to wake up and feel that way every day or to feel good about yourself or to have peace, to wake up and just be like, (sighs) even if you do got a mountain of bills, even if you're walking through situations like you did with your mother and your sister, right? You know, being removed from that, like it just, it's like, it is amazing to think about the fact that there is a source of peace that is it you you it's you can't comprehend it mm-hmm. you just got to you got to dive in and you got to trust it and and i think that that is i think that for me um if i were to ever be in a conversation about you know whether like being a believer or not being a believer mm-hmm. i'm like the the peace that God offers mm-hmm. is it's, it's well it transcends understanding. It does. And it does. There's so much that our minds can't fully understand. Comprehend. And and I'm and I and you know what you come to the place where you're happy about that. I'm glad I don't have. I'm glad God. I'm glad you didn't give me that responsibility mm-hmm. of having you. You said you know what I'm gonna leave you with a helper, mm-hmm. my Holy Spirit, a piece of me, and this can dwell in you. And you can have access to me at any point mm-hmm. in given time. Mm-hmm. And even in that, yep. you still have a choice. Because yep. I know all the time, man, Holy Spirit be saying something to me. I'd be like, I don't know, man. You know? Like, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not right now, man. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, buzz yeah. off, man. Yeah. This feel good right yeah. now, man. <laughs> Let me wallow in this, yeah. man. Let me, you know, X, Y, Z. But yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, I, I love, I love that. We we got to take take this journey it, it, where we got to on this conversation because yeah. it brings me back to where you are now and I'm like, what motivated you? I wouldn't say what motivated you. I would say, what was a part of your decision making process that that said, okay, like my calling is in like serving people in this life coaching space Mm. like this coachable space and you asked me what hey what does coaching mean to you Mm -hmm. and i'll ask you the same thing yeah i think for me i found um so much freedom and liberation from my own suffering when i came i learned these tools right tools of new perspectives new mindset having a growth mindset over a fixed mindset starting to look at how to uh like gratitude yeah yeah <laughs> simple yeah yeah you know start uh, starting to use the things that are available to me that connect me to the divine my breath it's the first thing we do when we come mm. into this world it's the last thing we do before mm. we leave yeah 
uh, oh, I can access God when I just sit still and breathe. Mm. Like, so as soon as when I would find tools and things that worked for me that yeah. helped relieve my suffering, create more spaciousness and peace and accessibility to my own inner knowing and my own, um, like internal pharmacy that knows how to heal me and give me, uh, support yeah i was like i gotta give this to people yes i can't hold i can't you, you can't, I can't even keep this to yeah, myself ain't no like, gatekeeping with that yeah hell no yeah so i just i like i we say we're so much more like than we are different there's so much su unnecessary suffering in the world and i'm just like so my service is giving away the things that work for me mm. um and helping and what i tell people is to, if it resonates with you if it lands with you take it if it doesn't yeah. leave it yeah you know that's cool yeah but that's the um, freedom that we I'm should live keep in today. sharing yeah. things that have helped me because i'm confident that it'll if you try it on for yourself give it a real chance it could potentially help you too and and that in turn just creates a more loving connected healthy place to live well it's like what you said for yeah. yourself what helps you is you you were looking at other people who had been through similar situations yeah. and you were able to say okay if they can dream again mm -hmm. if they can love again if they can you know do all these things again so can i can i too yeah you know? and that's the cycle of life right you hope for is that you continue to perpetuate you know the things that you have um found along your healing journey mm -hmm. and like you said being able to ball it up package it and say hey it's your it's your the way you say it is i send the elevator back down yeah right? yeah and that's the same thing that i i try to do um and yeah, it's the most meaningful thing I could offer the world because mm. it's been the most meaningful thing that I, um, I've experienced. It's given me something to make life worth living. Yeah. And um, I think that's pretty valuable. <laughs> Where do you see Tori Gordon, life coach, mm. podcast extraordinaire, <laughs> What do you, where do you see her in five years? I don't even know if I have the foresight for that. Cause if you would ask me where I, uh, if I'd be sitting here five years ago, I would have, yeah, couldn't have even seen it sure. so far beyond what I could have imagined for myself. I'm yeah. already living in that reality. Amazing. Um, more of this, you know, more, uh, sharing the stories and the wisdom and bottling it up and, and interviewing people that have, you know, same same type of um, perspectives to give, yeah. but on a bigger scale, just yeah. more of this more. Yeah. And as, and it evolves, you know, as I learn more about myself, um, as I find pockets of myself that I haven't explored, I get to, I get to go into that. Yeah. You know, um, being out in Vegas last year, I've really explored like, how do I want to play? How do I want to yeah. express? What do I find enjoyable and fun? And yeah. what does that mean to me? And yeah, like exploring. We're getting a we're getting a different version of, of, yeah. of, of Tori today, man. We yeah. we getting you know uh, you know coach coach the took the blazer off. Be and so it's serious and intense yeah. all the time because yeah. that was what I was. It is 
tends to be how like my work leans pretty heavy in that way. But, but it's like I you get you do this work so that you can be light. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That is one of the true rewards yeah. of doing that, of putting that work in. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that of being able to, you know, find the moments of taking the steps back and being like, yeah, I'm going to cut loose for a little bit. I'm going to enjoy this enjoy life that, it. you know, that I have that this beautiful life that God has so graciously, you know, gifted me with and blessed me with. And in the icing on the cake is that throughout that journey, you get to serve and you get to help people you know, grow one of the most, one of the, I would say the greatest gifts in my life is being able to see my parents serve people mm. and see the way that they have done ministry. And all of it started, obviously, you know, when they're younger, obviously how their lives were shaped, but it, it really starts with the love that they have for themselves and for each other. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that they 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 love on other people in just such a I don't know they just have a a special grace and capacity for it but just like you you know both of my parents have been through very traumatic situations in their life and you you said something that reminded me of how my dad is and he is so serious. Mm -hmm. But that is what his life has required. The life he lives now, the seriousness of who he is and how intense he is, mm -hmm. he he needed that mm -hmm. in order to be the man he is today with, you know, being almost married 40 years, being Alabama's chaplain for 23 years, having six kids that went to college, graduated college, like all of these things that that's what his life called for. Yeah. It's what who you are when when I look up and I see you in five years and you're you are doing this on a larger scale and you have been able to penetrate people's hearts on a very deep level. Um, you know, like I just will be able to, yeah, like still look back and say and look at the things you went through. And if somebody were to ever ask me about you and ask me about you know, how did she get through this or how, or look at that or look at this, I'd be like, like, that's what it took. That's what it took. Like my, you know, one of one of the guys that my that my dad mentored, like he had really heard my dad's testimony in depth one time. My dad was giving, you know, sharing some stories about what he went through as a boy mm -hmm. growing up, the abuse, mm -hmm. the shame, all of these things he went with. And he was like, man, like. Your dad needed that. Mm. God knew that he need he that whatever the pain circumstance situation he was going through he needed it and God was going to use it in order to get him where he is today the ultimate destiny that he has over his life right mm -hmm. and ultimately being able to impact thousands of people mm -hmm. and personally impact hundreds of young men and women you know and so if I could encourage you as a friend and a brother in the Lord, like 
everything that you're doing in every part of the journey that you you're on like you've come to see that like dang this isn't just for Tori like this is for me to give this to someone else that's what a young world changer is to me when I've said that you know I, I always talk about being a young world changer it's being able to walk through those things take what you need out of it and in changing your world around you it permeates you know yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. diamonds are uh, forged under pressure yeah. that's it so. that's it like the only way you get olive oil is you got to crush the olive yeah you know but um man i i am this this conversation was <laughs> undoubtedly one of my favorites mm -hmm. because being able to see somebody that shines so bright and has so much light out of them but has seen so much darkness man it's special mm -hmm. it really is and i appreciate you for being vulnerable and being open and and also inviting us up here yeah. you know what i'm saying inviting <laughs> us to vegas man getting to getting to come me and brandon out here mm -hmm. getting to get to have fun and have these conversations and 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 just love on one another yeah. you know and and uh, encourage one another um and i would say as as we go out you know just you know where can you know everybody that is tuned into the hiatus podcast like you know where 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 can they find you yeah you know well thank you for having me um yeah. this has been fun i'm glad you came all Absolutely. the way to sin city <laughs> um but yeah you can find me on social media i'm on tiktok and instagram i'm the tori gordon <laughs> and then i run a podcast called the coachable podcast where we have some of the best experts in the game on to learn how to do life a little bit better so come on hang out on my side of the internet yeah, yeah. absolutely man hey yes yeah. it hey yeah man she topping charts right now yeah. she topping charts if we had to ear, 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 we'll do it right now man for real but <laughs> yo i'm so happy to know you proud to know you and uh man thanks for stopping by the hiatus you guys thanks for tuning in it's been another amazing episode of the hiatus we love you guys peace <laughs>